The following program is brought to you by the 511 Media Group. This program is available on iTunes, Spotify, the 511 Media Group YouTube channel, and 511mediagroup.com. What is going on, Spookles and Witches? Welcome back to a long-awaited Lights Out podcast episode. Um, as always, I'm joined with lovely Summer Love. Um, <laughs> and I swear we're going to be better. I swear to you. It is my is my promise that we are going to be better yeah. about this. We have opened up our schedule a little bit more. At least I have. Um, so we have time to make time for all of you and everything going on in the world. Because there is a lot to talk about always. Um, and we are actually doing a live Hopefully every time we record, if not every couple times we record, um, we're doing one today. Um, we've had a couple bumps, so I don't expect it to be going well. <laughs> I'm not very tech savvy and um, Facebook is a little outdated, but it's fine. Um, anyway, so today we are going to be talking about the extremely, extremely weird Marilyn Manson. Yes. <laughs> um, before we get into some of his stuff. I'm just going to talk about who he is. So Marilyn Manson was born Brian Hugh Warner. Uh, Marilyn Manson combined the names Marilyn Monroe and Charles Manson for his stage name. He was discovered by Nine Inch Nails frontman uh, Trent Reznor. I think I said that right. Uh, Manson and his eponymous band created such goth albums such as Annie Christ Superstar and Smells Like Children to the joy of troubled teens and the chagrin of their parents. So in his early life, Manson was born January 5th, 1969 in Canton, Ohio to Hugh and Barb Warner. Manson endured a tough childhood as he was molested by his neighbor several times. The trauma put the young boy on a path of rebellion. After high school, Manson and his family moved to Fort Lauderdale, Florida for his father's job. There, Manson enrolled at a local community college called Broward, where he studied journalism and theater. Manson's first introduction to the music industry was an, as an entertainment journalist at a local magazine in Fort Lauderdale. This gave him the opportunity to interview many celebrities such as Reznor. During this time, he formed a band called Marilyn Manson and the Spooky Kids, which was later changed to just Marilyn Manson. Um, and then in his personal life, uh, throughout Manson's career, he has been accused of being a Satan worshiper and for following the Church of Satan, of which he claimed to be a reverend of. His shows have been boycotted, protested, and canceled because of his dark views and stage antics. Manson was once engaged to actress Ro Rose McGowan. McGowan? Yeah, that, that looks right. He married burlesque dancer Dita Von Tesse in 2005, but divorced in 2007 amid rumors of an affair with actress Evan Rachel Wood. Manson was also engaged to Wood briefly. Now we're going to get into some of the not-so-fun stuff about Manson. If there's any fun stuff, I I know he was also blamed for the Columbine shooting. Yeah, I I didn't know that at the time, but like I heard rumors about it later down the line. Um, personally, I I don't think that you can blame someone who doesn't 
like shoot the gun yeah (laughs) but (laughs) or didn't orchestrate the plan yeah it's not like he forced the kid to go out there it's not like they had a secret connection no um but I will say I don't like this man and I'm not going to be you know like biased about it but he just he is bad for many reasons but this is not one of them yeah (laughs) he is not responsible for the Columbine shootings um and you know i just it, it's whatever yeah <laughs> i don't think he did it he there's no way he's responsible for that there was an interview that he did about the columbine shootings and uh when the reporter was asking him questions he just like turned all of the questions back onto the reporter like i don't remember what it was exactly but they would ask Didn't him Ted something Bundy do that yeah a lot? yeah he would turn the questions back on the reporter and make it make the reporter sound stupid fair enough yeah you're like oh would you be asking me this if i was not the reverend of the church of satan (laughs) yeah you whatever yeah all right let's hit it uh before we continue though uh there is trigger warnings going forward um with sexual abuse physical abuse um you know domestic violence etc etc um he does not have a pretty history and he does not have a pretty future um he is facing a lot of trouble right now in hollywood oh yeah um and i actually continued digging today to find more articles and i was like there's too much going on i need to stop (laughs) um so why don't you get into the start of it okay so uh he's got a couple sexual abuse allegations but a couple uh, yeah we're gonna a couple yeah, it started around the Me Too movement. Like, yes. let's just make that clear. It's been going on since then, and that was what, like, twenty fourteen or something like that. Yes. Um, but the one I have written down first is um, on February first, two thousand twenty-one. Uh, Wood posted a statement on her Instagram accusing Manson of abuse. She wrote, "The name of my abuser is Brian Warner, also known to the world as Marilyn Manson." He started grooming me when I was a teenager and horrifically abused me for years. I was brainwashed and manipulated into submission. I am done living in fear of retaliation, slander, or blackmail. Four other women spoke about alleged abuse. The following day, Manson reported to the responded to the claims on his Instagram, saying, "Obviously, my art and my life have." long been magnets for controversy but these recent claims are horrible distortions of reality my intimate relationships have always been entirely consensual with like-minded partners regardless of now or why others are now choosing to misrepresent the past that is the truth so she said i don't know how old she was when she first she was 18 okay he was 36 double her age oh oh no (laughs) he's almost as old as my mother oh my what? That would be like me dating someone Wait, my mother's on. age right now. He is 52. He was born the same year as my mother. Yeah, no, like Wait. it would be like dating my mother. <laughs> my mom's only a month younger than him. What? Yeah, my mom's what? three years older. So he is, uh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that weirds me out, first of all. And yeah. This is how a lot of grooming relationships happen. And I actually like was really kind of struck by how much domestic violence stuff I've been seeing lately. Um, And obviously it always has been going on. And the Me Too movement was huge because it was really 
actresses and, and celebrities coming out about other celebrities yeah. in Hollywood. And a lot of times it's like directors and all this other stuff. Yes, but uh, I hate his argument. I yeah. hate his argument. Yeah. It's a distortion of the truth. Well, no shit. It's a distortion of your truth. You might have think that you were doing this, but in reality yeah. you were brainwashing. Yeah. And like, I'm going to go through some of the things like, I'm sorry to anyone who is a Marilyn Manson fan because it's really hard to support someone and then find out they do bad things. And yeah. I did listen to his music for a while. Obvi- his music words me out. Yeah. I listened to some of it. I yeah. was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I did listen to. He reminds me of Rob Zombie, but more problematic. Well, they actually went on tour together. That makes sense. Yeah. I. They're both old yeah. enough to be uh, <laughs> going on tour together. <laughs> when I know um, Steve's brother went on went to that show in Chicago, the Rob Zombie and Manson mm-hmm. show, and he got stabbed in the stomach with a screwdriver. What? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like dangerous like stuff that happens in the mosh pit like when i was with my ex i mean like, i knew mosh pits are dangerous but i didn't know not like, like that you could get stabbed not, with a screwdriver usually not but like i was invited to go to one of manson's concerts once and my ex told me i was not allowed in the mosh pit because he didn't want me to get killed <laughs> like, but like how is that allowed it shouldn't be uh, it's not allowed but <laughs> somehow it happens and here's another thing. So the thing about Marilyn is that he's actually very intelligent. And here's yeah. the thing about very intelligent men is they are usually very narcissistic or have some kind of personality disorder because they are just too smart for their own good. I mean, take Ted Bundy, for example. He was a narcissist and a sociopath. Oh, yeah. So not only was he very confident in himself, but he, you know... <laughs> It's just a problem with people who are this intelligent. And um, one of the things that was noted in his autobiography that came out in, I think, 96. So, like, people have been digging back into that. Mm -hmm. And he literally has thoughts about killing people all the time. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. No, like, he has really fucked up thoughts. Like, he thinks about killing people. He thinks about... Um, there's like a in-depth story that he tells about basically like stalking this woman and wanting to kill her. He didn't, I don't think, but (laughs) obviously he hasn't been convicted of any crimes of that sort. No, he has been to jail for numerous reasons, but none of them being for killing people. Um, good. Yeah, no, he is really, really messed up. And he constantly thinks about like torturing and killing people. And that's like a red flag right there. And that was back in 96. Yeah. We're in 2021, almost 2022. And we are now struggling with this. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things I was reading really kind of shook me a little bit here. Um, so there's a lot of people that have been coming out. And actually today or yesterday, his secretary came out um about it because she apparently faced abuse but she was also used as a tool to abuse others so she's been through the ringer (laughs) um so let's see here um i have a couple of quotes um and statements uh from a couple people that have testified against him so the first one is ashley walters Um, she says, I continue to suffer from PTSD and struggle with depression. I stayed in touch with quite a few people who went through their own traumas under his control. As we all struggled as survivors do to get on with our lives, I'd keep hearing stories disturbingly similar to our own experiences. It became clear the abuse he's caused. He continued to inflict on so many, and I cannot stand by and let this happen to others. Brian Warner needs to be held accountable. 
Sarah McNally, McNeely, McNeely, <laughs> she said, I have been afraid to bring any spotlight upon myself as to avoid winding up in his crosshairs again. As a result of the way he treated me, I suffer from mental health issues and PTSD that have affected my personal and professional relationships, self-worth, and personal goals. I believe he gets off on ruining people's lives. I stand in support of all that have and all will come forward. I want to see Brian held accountable for his evil. Ashley Lindsay Morgan said, I have night terrors, PTSD, anxiety, and most crippling OCD. I try to wash constantly to get him off or out of me. I'm coming forward so he will finally stop. Um, and then we have Gabriella Acarnio? Acarino? Um, she said, it has taken me five years to speak out and say that I was in an abusive relationship. I've been diagnosed with PTSD and still suffer from nightmares. I blocked out a lot of the memories, but the feelings remain and manifest in various ways. The reason I'm finally sharing this traumatic experience is for my healing and because I'm done being silent. I don't n believe it's fair for someone to not be held accountable for their hor horrific actions. I'm a victim. I'm not a victim. I'm a survivor. Um... So those were just a couple statements from various women who have come out. Um, so Ashley Morgan Smith line, um, this one's really, really sad. This is the one I was like, I need to start saving and finding all of these different accounts um, because it was just really, really messed up. Um, oh, so yeah. she, this is from People Magazine and they did this whole cover on here. So um it says that over the course of two years, Smithline says that along with being sexually assaulted by the rock star countless times, um, he bit her, whipped her, cut her with a swastika emblazoned knife, and shoved his fist in her mouth during sex. She says he also forced her, oh God, uh, to do a blood pact and that she was locked into what he called the bad girl's room, which was a glass soundproof room, and whenever she pissed him off. That reminds me of Joe from you. Just the soundproof room <laughs> part. <laughs> Yeah, um, so she uh, kind of goes into description of, um, of what happened, and in here they talk about his rebuttals, saying that all his relationships have been consensual, and, um, and that he's been misunderstood, and, you know, people are lying, but here's the thing, consent is a continuous... Thing, and it can be removed. So even yeah. though they might have consented in the beginning, if you manipulate them to think that they have to do something, they're not going to say no. No, especially if they're scared. And if they are literally like there are women in these accounts that I found that have said he has literally raped their like completely drugged out body. Like they are not there. They are not awake. They are not conscious. He is raping their bodies. Yeah. Um. So... Um, and also someone who is defending him is also under allegations for domestic violence. So we are in a ringer here. Is I that? think, I think it's Johnny Depp. If I'm going to be honest, um, Johnny Depp's defending him. Yeah. They're friends. As far as I know. Okay. But Johnny Depp is friends with like everyone. So that's not surprising yeah. to me. Um, they do have matching tattoos though. I know that. Oh, us too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it all started in 2010 um, while she was modeling. He reached out to her and asked if she wanted to, you know, be in a movie for him because he directs sometimes, I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure. Um, and, and Rob Zombie both direct. Yeah, so he, she was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Um, 
and then they started, you know, getting, you know, a little closer. Um, and I guess he would text her basically all day and night and would be really invasive about it. Um, and when she was abroad, probably still modeling, I would imagine, um, she was asked by him to pick up Nazi memorabilia, like throwing stars, knives, and whips to bring back to him. And let's keep in mind that this woman is of Jewish descent. You're going <laughs> to... Brian. No. No. God damn it, Brian. Okay. Um, so she said that he liked to make it like a joke. Um, and she, <laughs> she was already coerced to, you know to feel like he would not like her if she didn't do it for him. So, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like he used their feelings and emotions as a way to get what he wanted, which is gaslighting. Um, and so they met in 2010, and then they moved in together. Um, and she said the first time that he ever hurt her, he whipped her bare back as she lay face down and naked on his bed. Uh, the windows were blacked out, and Ma- Manson would lie to her about the time of day and force her to continue working in the early hours of the morning. And then the physical abuse became sexual. So the first time she says he raped her, she woke up in the morning screaming, realizing her arms were tied. Manson had been penetrating her while she slept. He kept telling me, you can't rape someone that you're in love with. That- yes, you can. <laughs> it. It doesn't matter if you don't get a definite yes. So a common thread also with his former exes or relationships where they all lost a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. They were all very, very underfed, uh, basically looking anorexic. Um, And so she got down to under 80 pounds as a grown woman. (laughs) And so he would also cut her protruding ribs. And once carved his initials into her thigh, and she still has the scar. It's on here. I can't see it because I have very poor vision. Um, it's on this picture? Yeah. You can see it on, it's, I can't really see it, but. Can you see it? Oh, yeah. I can't, like, read the scars because of the angle, but. Yeah, but you can there's see a, there's a scar. There's a really deep scar and then more scars around it. But anyway, it's on the, it's on the People article if you want to see it. Um, and then there's this thing that he's done with all of his exes, as far as I know, called a blood pack. So he, this is what she said. He cut me on the stomach and then drank my blood. Then he had me drink his. And then she said, the more I let him hurt me, the more I loved him and the more I was proving myself to him. So this was like, this is a con, like a very, very big case of Stockholm syndrome. Mm -hmm. And it's where women will justify what the man is doing, despite knowing it's wrong because they love each other. <laughs> um, so um, she also went to the bad girl's room, which we talked about before, is that glass box. Um, and they were also put in that. Um, a lot of women also said they were put in this box. Um, and he would not feed them or give them water. Um, he... She said, if I had to pee while he was replaying one of his songs I'd heard 30,000 times, I'd have to be locked in the box. She was malnourished and cold. (laughs) Um, So at one point she asked him, do you want me to kill myself? Do you want me to just fucking kill myself? And uh, Manson said she abused alcohol and cocaine and that he made her take 
and forced her to watch suicide scenes for movies. This is like Clockwork Orange. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Clockwork Orange, but I know it's fucked up because they open his eyes and like make him watch really fucked up stuff. Oh um, my gosh. So she attempted to leave Manson after he berated her for becoming drowsy at 3 a.m. during a video shoot about a year after they first started seeing each other. But like any victims, she felt unable to leave. Um, I want to think that I never went back again. I wanted to go back on my terms and be in control, but it doesn't ever work like that. Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> uh, so she continued to see him during uh, his tour breaks until January 2013. Um, it seems like a lot of his victims have gotten together and talked kind of like a final girls club, but like mm-hmm. survivors club. Um, so I think as I said before, she continues to suffer from OCD, night terrors, PTSD, and she's hoping that coming forward not only stops him, but helps other people come forward. Um, I already did this one. <laughs> um, so we have um, the newest case, which was um, of his um, assistant coming forward about sexual abuse. Um, this is just so messed up. Um We'll get into the Esme Bianco one. Um, that one's really crazy, too. Um, and there's a lot of videos about this stuff, too, if you look it up. Um, there's a ton of articles. Uh, it's it's really upsetting um, to know that someone's doing this and people are coming forward, but people believe him because he has a controversial history. Yeah. Like, yes, he has a controversial history, but, you know, you can't just use that as a defense to say that someone's not doing the things that they're doing because they're famous or because they're a man and this is just his crazy like yeah especially since or they were on drugs have like (laughs) very like descriptive details in them you can't just like pull that out of your ass a knife with a nazi symbol to carve his initials into a jewish woman yeah that (laughs) uh um so his assistant's name was um, Ashley Walters. Walters or Waters? Walters. Um, and she said that Brian groomed me until I trusted him. I think when you've endured repeated abuse and harassment, especially from someone you trusted, it can take longer to process and understand what truly happened, which is really true for people who are groomed. They don't ever understand that they were a victim until people start saying this is wrong and other people start coming forward. Yeah, and also like a lot of people don't know what, groomed is so you're unaware that hey i was groomed yeah a lot of um a lot of like predators and um like even some cult situations there's a lot of grooming from a young age it typically starts when people are younger and the and the abuser is older because they're more easy to manipulate um and it's funny because this is so similar. I started reading a book called My Dark Vanessa. I picked it up when we were at the airport. Okay. And it's it's kind of a similar story where this woman, who's the main character, had an affair with her teacher who was, she was like 16 or 15 or 16 when they started seeing each other and he was in his 40s. And other girls came forward saying that they were abused by this man and she didn't realize it right away. Um, So she was groomed in the relationship to think that it was okay. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a classic example of like people don't know things are happening and that are bad until people are like, hey, this happened to me too. This is wrong. This is not normal. Yeah. <laughs> this is not healthy. Um, so she said, it has taken me years to fully grasp the impact of this environment had on me and the recent exposure of his behavior toward other women to identify these moments for what they were. Um, it doesn't really... It, it, it doesn't really go into a lot of what she went through. Um, it says that she says Manson offered her to friends and associates detailing incidents in which he pushed her into the lap of an actor and said he could have her and forced her to sit on the lap of another musician and give him a kiss. In a similar incident, Walters says a director groped her. Um, It describes her being forced to stay awake for 48 hours straight and stand for 12 hours at a time on a chair taking pictures of Manson. During two trips, luggage that had drugs in it were placed in her name. Um, And this all started in 2010. Similar thread. Um, When he complimented her photography and then invited her to his house. And she became his assistant in August 2010, and she was fired in July of 2011, and then rehired, and then fired for a second final time in October of 2011. So she was only a part of this for, like, a year. Um, And she says, The first time Walters was at Manson's home and studio, he pinned her arms to a bed, tried to kiss her, and then bit her ear and placed her hand on his underwear. Um, another time he allegedly threw her against a wall and kissed her when she tried to leave. Um, it it says that she was traumatized by the behavior, but also it's that reinforcing behavior that this is how the abuse cycle works. So Mm -hmm. they abuse, they reinforce, and then they keep abusing and it's a cycle. It's a horrible cycle. Um, so he would traumatize her by doing something really aggressive and then he would praise her for her photography um and it said that she was so manipulated that she ignored all the warning signs um he has been um dropped from his record label after his ex would um she came forward and uh they would stop promoting his album so I guess that's a step. <laughs> it's a step, but we got a long way to go. Um, and then this is another big one. Um, this woman was in Game of Thrones, so all of you Game of Thrones fans know that she's a big character. Um, her name is Esme Bianco. They were dating at one point, I think. Who did she play? Um, I'm not entirely sure the name. I'm really bad with it. Um, you can look that up for me if you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, Roz? ROS. I don't know I what part she played. Um, I can't think. I only got up to like season Roz. five. I recognize the name. I didn't get that very far in Game of Thrones though. Yeah, I only got to season five. So I, I got don't to know. season one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <sighs> let's get down to the down to the grit. So it says that he used drugs, force, and threats of force to coerce sexual acts from Miss Bianco on multiple occasions. He raped her in or around May of 2011, and it claimed that he also committed sexual acts with Bianca at times when she was unconscious or unable to consent and lists the way she claims he sexually battered her. Um, these acts include spanking, biting, cutting, and whipping. Miss Bianco's buttocks, breasts, and genital genitals for Mr. Warner's sexual gratification, all without her consent. Um, so it says that 
he violated the California laws for sexual assault and sexual battery. Um, therefore, she's trying to um, pin him for, like, sex trafficking. I don't know. Uh, it's very messy. But Rob Zombie is actually one of the funders for this um, uh, act that they're a part of. Um, or... No, no, the management that Rob Zombie and him are at. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, so she was, uh, the the management that he was with represented him for 25 years and cut him off after the allegations because I'm sure they had their suspicions like all people do with these weird cases, but yeah. they finally were like, nope, we don't want any, we don't want any of this. Get him out of here. Um so, um, according to the complaint, uh, Marilyn engaged in human trafficking when he employed fraud and enticing Bianco to the United States to appear in a music video for his song, I Want to Kill You Like They Do in the Movies, and a never-made horror film based on the works of Lewis Carroll called uh, Phantasmagoria. He promised to work on opportunities that never appeared while inserting himself in her visa process. Um, he continued his fraud when he directed her to draft paperwork to confirm that she would star in his upcoming film. Furthermore, uh, the filing adds by inserting himself into Miss Bianco's visa process, he was able to control her by threatening to withdraw support if she displeased him. And at one point, she claims he prevented her from escaping by locking her in a bedroom. She also claims that he forced her to prefer perform unpaid labor violating the u.s law regarding human trafficking this including uh serving and preparing food uh, for him and his guests cleaning his apartment consulting on his album providing uncredited backup vocals during the creative process for the album born villain and being offered up to his guests and bandmates to spank um, he implied that because he had brought her into the united states and provided housing she owed him labor and sexual intimacy no, no, <laughs> she doesn't owe you shit. Um, she co-created um, the Phoenix Act in California that expands rights for domestic abuse survivors, um, who was also championed by Evan Rachel Wood, which is also one of his victims. Um, and... They want to try to make it better for all of these people who are victims of domestic violence. Um, she's just really trying to get him locked up because this is really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, she said that for far too long, my abuser has been left unchecked, enabled by money, fame, and an industry that turned a blind eye. Despite the numerous brave women who have spoken out against Marilyn Manson, countless survivors remain silenced, and some other voices will never be heard. My hope is that by raising mine, I will stop. I will help to stop Brian Warner from shattering any more lives and empower other victims to seek their own small measures of justice. And, of course, his attorney and him deny that all of this is true. Um... To be clear, um, this is his attorney. His attorney says, to be clear, the suit was only filed after my client refused to be shaken down by Ms. Bianco and her lawyer to give in to their outrageous financial demands based on conduct that simply never occurred. We will vigorously contest these allegations in court and are confident that we will prevail. In addition to the sexual abuse claims, she also claims that he controlled her by giving her drugs and depriving her of food and sleep. 
sounds familiar again. <laughs> um, this was uh, in order to weaken her physically and mentally t- and decrease her ability to refuse him. Uh, she is also seeking unspecified damages for the abuse she says she suffered. Um, she claims that uh, whatever his management company is named, I can't pronounce it, (laughs) are also responsible because they benefited financially from allowing the abuse to continue. Um, She also said they were aware of the way that he would, um, his assistant would serve as a babysitter when the singer wasn't around. Um, uh, Ashley Walter was um, discussed with his abuse directly to the management, um, and his management had vested interest in supporting his violent tendencies to encourage the creation of his art and the promotion of the brand of Marilyn Manson and were complicit in his abuse of Miss Bianco. So, um, yeah, she, uh, (laughs) she found that when she came over for the supposed movie she was supposed to star in, um, there was no script. There was no crew. And she was expected to stay with Marilyn um, rather than a hotel that had been booked for her. And he didn't give her any food um, for the four-day shoot. And instead, he gave her alcohol and drugs <laughs> and making her wear lingerie the entire time and not allowing her to sleep and to be on call 24 hours a day. Um, she claims he acted erratically at one point, breaking his camera in a fit of anger. Um, she says he made her watch a movie so violent that she fainted and he tried to force her to perform sexual acts with another woman on camera. Perhaps most horrifyingly, he locked her in the bedroom and tried to tie her to a prayer kneeler and beat her with a whip that he said was utilized by the Nazis. And he also electrocuted her. (laughs) That paragraph alone should be enough to get him in jail. (laughs) In 2009, uh, Marilyn flew to London, and he and Bianco struck up a consensual sexual relationship. During this time, though, he allegedly groped her in public without her consent and made her adhere to a dress code. He forced her to sit at his feet during press visits. He verbally degraded her during interviews, and he also attempted to bring a minor back to the hotel with him and Miss Bianco. They maintained a long-distance relationship until April 2011 when he asked her to move to L.A. and said he would secure her visa. And she lived with him until she reached her breaking point two and a half months later. And it was then that he fre- he threatened her visa status, kept her prisoner in his apartment, and locked her in a closet. On one occasion, he chased her, or uh, plain... He chased plaintiff around the apartment with an axe, smashing holes in the walls. On another occasion, Mr. Warner cut her with a Nazi knife during sex without her consent and photographed the cuts on her body. He then posted the photos online without her consent. Mr. Warner's friends, bandmates, assistants, producer, and the other colleagues witnessed various aspects of abuse. So she escaped in June 2011 when he was sleeping, and when he learned she left, he said he threatened her visa again. They saw each other again two years later after one of his concerts. She met him on a bus afterward where he forcibly kissed her without her consent and attempted to block her from leaving. Um, This lasted until 5 a.m., according to the assistant. Um, Let's see. Warner responded to the women's claims in a statement calling them horrible distortions of reality and how his relationships were consensual again and all of that other stupid shit. Um, her lawsuit is visible online. I, this is on Rolling Stone. 
Um, but overall, there is way too many common threads between victims to deny that this happened. Of course, they don't have hard hitting evidence, but it should be enough to question him and lock him up. Yeah. <laughs> when all of these people are saying the same thing and giving descriptive events of detail, it's not like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case where she's like, oh, he hit me. <laughs> like, yeah. this is this is graphically this is detailed. psychotic. And apparently there's visual evidence, according to Miss um, Bianco's statement, that yeah. he posted these photos, that people have seen these. Exactly. And the one woman literally has a scar on her leg. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you can't deny it. There's so there's so much evidence there that it just doesn't make any sense to me. And the thing about this is that people like this in Hollywood get away with this all the time. And it's just so sad. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like a lot of people don't want to believe the women because, like, Manson has been... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? He's been under controversy and accused of a bunch of yeah, different things. Yeah, they just think he's just he's just a weirdo. People yeah. just think that he's a weirdo and these women signed up for what they signed up for. Yeah, he is a weirdo, but he's also an abuser and a rapist. If we just go back in history and look at his own autobiography, which claims that he has these fucked up, deranged yeah. thinking, you can see that he has something wrong with him and he's i i don't know where i read it but he's said that he wants to kill someone before like he's told one of his exes that he wanted to kill them yeah at the least he if he's not going to be locked up at the least he should be in a mental institution to be evaluated he needs to be somewhere where he cannot not, hurt somebody yeah, else he needs to be away from people like he has a very fucked up history and like yeah he's helped out people and he's he can be a good friend to people but what he's doing behind the scenes is more important yeah. You know, and that's the thing about abuse is you don't know it's happening because these people act so normal outside of it. With Manson, normal is <laughs> not a good word. But I but mean, like, for his friends, they think it's normal for him. Yeah, because, like, you could be a good friend. Like, he's not going to go whipping, like, whipping his friends for fun and yeah. pulling out his knife and being like, let me cover my initials, anybody. Yeah. Show you, that I love you. You could, like, like <laughs> be, act like a total, totally normal human human and be a good friend but still abuse your wife at home but it's like the case of ted bunny no one could believe that this perfect immaculate man could be behind all of these horrific yeah. things which makes me if you take ted bunny for example why don't they believe this yeah and that it's just it's just our judicial system it's our it's the way our country runs our our systems and it's just yeah. it's really messed up and it's been this way for a long time victims aren't believed in court like Especially we, if you look back at a timeline, like the um, oh my god, what's his name? <laughs> the the swimmer from the swimmer Michael Phelps. No, what are, the, the swimmer, the college student that co that raped uh, a girl behind a dumpster. Brock, Brock, Brock Turner. Turner. Yes, yes, he got away. Yeah, on good behavior after not even serving like a quarter of his sentence which is absolutely ridiculous people will be arrested for having marijuana and be stuck in there for years but you can rape someone and be out in two months and like That's the people who ridiculous. found him doing it testified against him yeah 
it was known he did this. Yes. And because and he like, was yeah. such a star student, he was such a good boy, he got out on good behavior. Yeah, I don't want, we don't want to ruin his career. Well, he ruined it for himself. And it's just, it's a, a constant person. issue. Like, if you look at not only Hollywood, Hollywood's even harder to get believed because yeah. who's going to believe you? Yeah. <laughs> but if you look at, like, college systems, there's this documentary I watched in college. I forget what it's called. But they went in and talked about with different girls who suffered abuse sexually from like college athletes yeah. and nothing happened. And it like all these schools usually. claim that they have all of these rules and, you know, um, title, title nine and defending their students. But when it comes down to it, they don't give a shit. It's just there to cover their ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how it's always been in this country. And it's such a sad thing to see, especially because we had a whole movement around it. We had the Me Too movement and it's still going on. Yeah. Like it's it's, it's horrible. Like when it what is it gonna be enough for women to be believed? And like, yeah, people will come at you with the argument of, Oh, well, sometimes women lie. Yeah, sometimes women do lie. But when it's this much evidence, yeah, how can you deny it? And honestly, it's more common for women to tell the truth about these situations than it is for them to lie. There are some awful women who do lie about it. It's even harder on the men, too, because the men who come forward aren't going to, they're not going to come no forward. No one believes men. Yes. They're like, you're a man. How, I think how that could you be raped? In general, sexual assault and abuse cases need to be taken more seriously, especially domestic yeah. violence. Domestic violence is huge. And even then, it's not taken seriously because they're in a consensual relationship or boys will be boys or whatever the excuses for all of it it doesn't matter what the situation is they're going to find an excuse it i just don't get it we're lock up people for the dumbest things but someone robbing a store because their child is sick and they can't afford medicine like but we'll, we'll keep a kid who is out there raping students yeah it doesn't make any sense it doesn't and just because he's famous, this Marilyn Manson does not deserve any leniency. No. Especially after the things he's done. He literally was anti-semantic towards a Jewish woman. Mm-hmm. He is literally like a walking Nazi. And it doesn't yes. help that he's in the, the Church of Satan either. Like, none of this is helping his case. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can tell he's messed up. He's not helping himself, but also, like, they're not doing what they need to do whatever (laughs) um but the plot the bottom line is is yeah he's a weirdo yeah he does things that are messed up but it's signs of how he is as a person like all of this is pointing to he's got something wrong with him in his mind yes he's intelligent yes he's a weirdo rock star like rob zombie but rob zombie's not out here getting accused of physical and sexual abuse yeah and also to my knowledge rob zombie has not written a book and talked about how he wanted to kill people and i'm pretty sure he's like been happily married for a while yes (laughs) (laughs) um but bottom line is it's like yeah we have weirdos like this in in hollywood but it doesn't excuse behavior and we have to take warning signs for what they are they're red flags like if marilyn manson came out and was popularized now he would be canceled so fast oh yeah so why can't we do that now why can't we stand up for these people who are falsely accusing people you know we have amber heard who almost won over the entire case on johnny depp and there's no evidence yeah (laughs) so you know it's just it's a problem in hollywood especially and i think it's just a complete flaw in our legal system and it's something that has to be changed going forward absolutely
Bottom line, we don't we don't stand. No. Johnny Depp uh. for life. We're with Wood and Walters and Bianca. All the women. All of the women. Women supporting women. Women supporting women. And survivors supporting survivors. Yes. Um, but with all that said, I hope you're as angry as we are. Um, and, you know, make it a point in your own life. Make a difference. Speak out for people. It really does make a difference. And once you start speaking out, it starts the chain rolling. Mm-hmm. You know, we are unfortunately at that stage in our life, especially as women and unfortunately men. There's a lot of things that we don't we don't get mm-hmm. <laughs> just because of our gender or our situations. Yeah. Um, so speak up and don't be afraid. Um, it's going to be it's going to be for the better in the long run. Um, it, it, tar- it starts with a pebble, you know, <sighs> anyway, we will see you next week. Um, catch us on live, follow us on our socials. We love you as always. Stay spooky.